Welcome to Liv's Business Launch with me, Liv. I'm documenting my journey of starting a business from the very beginning for the first time and would love to build a support network for all us business newbies. I'm starting an events company and so far I have a name, an Instagram page and I'm working on my first product, the Party Pouch, which is a pop-up dinner party in a box, including all the decor you need to host your dinner party, plus some extra things to add ambiance and a little bit of fun. Please tune in each week to follow my business journey to find out if I can turn my dream into a reality. Hello and welcome to Liv's Business Launch episode 11. 11 is actually my lucky number, so I feel like the stars have aligned to the fact that I'm back on the podcast for this episode. Wow. Yeah, lucky well, me. Lucky so you, lucky, lucky, yeah. Everyone involved. <laughs> I feel really lucky. Thank you so much for joining me today, Oliver. <laughs> I have the lovely Ollie joining today on the episode to help me talk some things through because I'm finding it quite difficult to talk about things basically talking to myself. Um, and I feel like I sound a little bit insane. And then I have to put it out into the world and it's scary. So I thought if I'm talking to someone else, then at least it's not that scary. Um, although Ollie can be quite scary sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm lovely. <laughs> not scary. I'm lovely. We'll see. You are lovely. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to do it. Well, not really an interview. Just want to talk some things through with you, if that's okay. Yeah, sweet, let's go. So, I thought I'd start with my business update of the week, which I like to sing sometimes. Business update of the week. Oh, is that actually going to go out to the world? No, you can cut that bit. (laughs) You can cut that bit. That is perfect. Thank you so much. I might just have you on every week just to do that. You can do my jingle. (laughs) (laughs) He's blushing. Um, yeah, so business update of the week, right, a a couple of things. So obviously still haven't actually managed to post anything to try and sell anything because the stupid cost point is really playing on my mind um, and also making me doubt what a party pouch actually is and what I actually want it to be and I'm now doubting everything about it, basically, Um, which isn't great. Um, But what I did do this week was... Um, I've done some more market research and I was pleasantly surprised when I came home the other day and I told you that I'd finally done some more market research Um, because obviously I did some at the start with looking like what other companies were out there, what other products were out there and there wasn't anything that was sort of the same as what I want to do, which was good. Um, But in terms of the cost thing, it sort of doesn't help because I'm not sure how to price my party pouch in comparison to anything else. But this week, (laughs) it's me just basically talking at you. (laughs) Yeah, I've just realised I keep nodding and obviously that doesn't really filter through on a podcast. So maybe I just need to say, yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. So just, I don't know if it's reassuring that I'm still here. Um, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah, so basically I looked up what else was out there and I got quite a good sort of 
response from my own market research in that the prices that I've been thinking in my head of what I'm going to have to charge the party products to be were similar to quite to the other products that were out there that were the most similar to mine. So that's good. Yeah, I think when the day I remember the day that you did it, you you came back um, from work and you you said to me like I looked online there was nothing that was actually comparable really to what you've got in your mind what you've built so far as your party pouch mm. but there was something that was similar enough that it gave you an an idea of like a price point yeah and the thing that was out there you said wasn't as um what's the word like um it wasn't as much of a complete package of a party pouch yeah. it was kind of a few table decorations and and that kind of thing but the price was similar to what you were thinking for your price yeah um and and you were worried that there's too it was too expensive but actually you're doing way more than the ones that were the same price in the market so that's brilliant yeah i hope so (laughs) yeah exactly so that did give me a bit of confidence obviously still haven't actually managed to put it out there yet but what i did think is that obviously i've taken a few videos in a few different places of my party pouch but i haven't actually managed to get any models yet to take a picture like with the party pouch obviously i think people the whole point of a dinner party is that you have people around not just the table so i think in terms of selling it <laughs> it would be <laughs> although that's all i've done so far is put it out the table um it would actually be helpful to have pictures of people enjoying the party pouch as well so that's the next step but i might have to get someone who is better at taking photos than me to take actual photos um, so if anyone's listening to the podcast and would like to come round for a dinner party and be used as a model, um, all you need to do is send a letter to PO Box 469 um, at com. How does a PO yeah. Box work? I've never even... I don't know. It, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But send it there anyway. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. It. Yeah. We'll find, we'll find that PO Box and send it there. Um... Yeah, we just need sort of a few different shots. One of you doing catwalk, one it, of you doing... <laughs> is it post office? Is that what it is? Post office box? Maybe. P.O. box. Maybe it's where you don't have a registered address of an actual office and then... So people can actually still send you post, but you don't work there. Huh. God, turns out I do actually know. Yeah. God, I'm a genius. Every day school day. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So that sounds good. Um, that's basically... I always sort of managed to merge my business update of the week with my goal of the week because I have an update that isn't really anything and then I have to tell myself I need to do something the next week and then it gets to the next week and I still haven't done it but so what was your update for or what was your uh your target to get done this week um it was still three weeks in I think to get the demo boxes to be sold like just to put a few out there because I said I think I said last week that my plan was to do three or four boxes i think um which i need to just get people to try basically because that's the whole point of it and i need to find out what works what doesn't if people actually want it etc etc but i can't do that if they haven't seen i've got a product yeah 100 percent. and um it's it's now summer so yeah people are having more dinner parties and stuff like that so just get them out there. I'm sure people want them. Yeah. Okay, so that's my goal of the week. <laughs> um, I I do think that that is like a massive step and mm. a massive goal 
but what oh, what do they call them? Um, it's like smart goals, right? Mm. So it's like um, I don't know what they stand for. What's the S? Um, specific. Yeah. So yeah, smart goals. So it's like specific, measurable, achievable, achievable, realistic. realistic. How's that different to achievable? <laughs> okay, and and a time frame. Oh yeah. So you've got the time frame. So in the next week, you want to put them out there. Yeah. Um, that's realistic. Uh, and achievable, right? It's a crap. Well, um, I don't know because it has taken me three weeks, <laughs> four weeks if I do it next week. Yeah, so, yeah, very true. So, I, I but guess, it is achievable because yeah. it is possible. But it's just my procrastination. So I guess I guess the one is like specific. So what does putting it out there mean? Mm-hmm. It means having a video, photos, having pictures of it of my party pouch of the whole product itself and putting them because i'm going to do it through instagram obviously because that's where i'm selling from him yeah putting it out on the instagram to say these are available basically that's that's what it comes down to and that's what i haven't managed to do <laughs> yeah no that's sick um yeah that, that makes it like obviously that was you knew what you're doing in your head but for me now i can see like you just you know that you're putting it on Instagram and that's it. Like, that's yeah. your next step. Yeah. Go for it. All right. I'm going to do it. Watch this space. <laughs> Eat my shorts. <laughs> People are going to listen to this think this is how, like, we talk to each other. It is. And that's the scary thing. <laughs> I just feel like there's a camera, in, uh, not a camera, a microphone in my face and I... <laughs> I'm on edge. I feel like I'm quite a chilled person, but I'm scared to speak. This is how I feel every time, but I have to talk to myself. <laughs> I'm like chained behind this microphone and my brain's just not stopping me from speaking. It's just like, go, 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 go. Like, don't stop, stop. Holding it in like, oh, oh. oh gosh. Um, okay, next up. Me rubbing my hands together. Juicy content coming up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns out I don't need to be on my own if you're here anyway. My brain still goes goes on its own journey. Um, okay, so this episode, because it's just me and actually, because I'm not interviewing anyone, which is always the exciting bit of the episode, not just me talking to myself, but now you're here, which is exciting, obviously. Um, but I still wanted to... Talk, take this opportunity to talk about the reasons why I actually wanted to start a business because why we're here you know we're 11 weeks in should really know why why I started this whole thing um and at the start of the year I think I wrote down which is really cringe but obviously I was having a really you know inspired moment on a Friday evening and wanted to write down my Friday thoughts <laughs> I've done a nice little mind map here um and it's a bit of a mess to be honest um but what i did write down is that i want my own business and the reasons why at the time that i wanted my own business cool yeah i think my map's great because you just get everything down on the page and even if 90 percent of it is just random thoughts that are going through your head yeah and if 10 percent of it is something that you can actually say like that's decent and and draw on that and circle in on that then that's cool so yeah yeah what um what were you thinking it helps to okay so what we were thinking was 
So I just read the we? <laughs> we were thinking. Well, we were like you and your I brain, like separately. <laughs> oh my God, I don't That's know. creepy. Yeah, that just slipped out. I don't know. What, what, what were we thinking? <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> I was thinking. I'll read the list. Cool. So the first thing was to build confidence, which I think when I look at starting a business, I look at having to push yourself out of your comfort zone, learn loads of different new skills um and like put yourself out there and it sort of like seems a bit like a sort of journey that you have to go on your own if if, if you're not doing it with someone else obviously if you're doing it on your own so I think in my head I thought by doing that I would build up my own confidence in my own way which obviously excited me how's how's that going yeah <laughs> uh so I feel like it's, I feel it's pretty brave to essentially own up to the fact that you're you're saying I don't really know what I'm talking about but I'm just going to kind of roll with it and put all of my ideas and successes and failures out there to just the world I feel like that's that's pretty brave if you're if you're saying that you didn't feel confident in it but after having done that for like a few months do you feel do you feel more confident I don't know it's gone through waves I think at the start of starting the business obviously it was quite exciting and it started to feel real and I was doing exciting things and now I'm only like three months in and I feel a bit stuck the last few weeks I felt a bit stuck and a bit like oh is this actually going to happen like I was sort of like okay like I'm actually going to do this for a few weeks and got really excited especially starting the podcast at the same time made it feel more real because I had to talk about it and had to put it out there so I think yeah the last few weeks have been a bit of a dip in confidence I think um, is that is that because you've got to like the next scary part. So like the podcast straight away, it had to be putting it out there to the world. And then I know you had fears about like judgments and people mm. won't like it or this, that or the other, but then you've obviously gone, you've pushed through that cause you've done a load of episodes, but you could kind of do the party boxes behind closed doors and you could say what you wanted about it on the podcast and what you didn't, you didn't yeah. have to mention. But now, if you put it out to the <laughs> yeah. world to sell, that's like, it's that's, like the next level of... Yeah, I think, yeah, that's exactly it. Because it is, it is that comes back to putting it out there again and like suddenly I'm questioning like, oh, is it even good? Like, do I even like it? Are people going to like it? So I think you're right. It has come back to that point where at the start I started to build up that confidence and started putting things out on Instagram, telling people in person like, and it was like, oh, okay, like this is real. I could talk about it. But yeah, you're exactly right putting the product out there is now a scary bit um but I think ultimately I know that I have to start somewhere like I'm very much I think I said this last week as well but didn't explain it very well I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist in things where I don't feel like I can put something out there like even in work I don't feel like I can finish do something without it being perfect so it sometimes takes me a lot longer to do things because I'm procrastinating, which I love the word procrastinating, but over tiny little things because in my head I think it's not quite perfect so I can't put it out there or, yeah, the judgment thing as well. Um, yeah, I mean, one so way of looking at it is is being like you're procrastinating or you're, you know, looking at perfectionism from a negative point, but also... I feel like if you're not putting something out there until you feel like it's perfect, 
it's also it's a proud it's a pride thing mm-hmm. like yeah. you want to be proud of your work and you want to put something out there that you believe is as good as it can be you don't want yeah. to sell something that you don't think is all that and yeah. i think that's a good trait to have because you want to put it out there and it to be a big success and for it to be perfect yeah so I, think it's, it's, I think it's positive that's good yeah yeah i think as well what i thought of last week is that i think i also have a bit of a um what's it called defense mechanism in terms of like if i feel like i say i'm not that happy with something before people have seen it then i've already addressed the fact that it's not great before they have a chance to judge me on it so i think that's very much happens with a lot of things where i'm like i just feel like if i say it they can't say it or they can say it but i've already said it hurts less yeah it hurts less so that's another thing and then i think i warp my own judgment because i'm like oh it's not that great and then go around in circles because i'm like well no i like it but like other people might not like it and then i go back to the beginning and like well maybe it's not that i don't know you know just a yeah i think like we've had the conversation that haven't we like about it might not be for everyone like Mm. i I can't actually think of a single product in the world where everybody's the target market (laughs) like so this isn't going to be any different you're going to have specific people who like it and want to buy it people Mm. that it's not for them Mm. and if it's not for them that's fine and they can unfollow you or they just don't buy the product and they stay clear and that's fine um but you just need to focus your attention on the people who do want it and yeah rather yeah yeah no so true and you need to put it out there and see if people like it just do it yeah if you if you think it's good other people think it's good pretty sure i said i'm, I'm just like flashing back now i think you did I think say I that, that in my yeah one trick pony okay so going down the list this ties into building confidence i think was basically learning because i wanted to learn new skills and you know, I'm open to learning new things. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to like have the knowledge and skills to do business things. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, and then develop business thinking. What does <laughs> I don't that know mean? where I <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing more to it than that. <laughs> Clearly, I don't have business thinking. <laughs> what and does I thought, that mean? I don't know. I need to be a business person. <laughs> Do you know how to do a tie? <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one step. Is that it? Do you think yeah, that's it? I reckon that's business thinking. Okay. Oh, check that one off. Give me a pen. <laughs> um, next one, explore my creative side, which who knows if I have one yet, but I want to explore it. Yeah. Well, your your box is creative, definitely. Yeah. All so of I'm trying to create creative. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose I've never really done that before. I'm not good at like, art or anything which i thought which in your school you're sort of limited to that really aren't you like yeah but there's loads of different forms of art and creativity isn't there like mm. when you're at school and you've got an art lesson if you're good at painting then you see yourself as good at art but mm. it's like it goes way beyond that doesn't it like uh see what colors look good together um or what patterns what yeah whatever um how busy to make the room, the table, whatever yeah, it is that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Creativity comes into like everything basically, doesn't it? I feel like, yeah, it can, it can seem quite linear when you're going through school and uni and stuff. You're like strictly academic or creative. Yeah. 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 
so you channel your, you try and channel yourself into one so of those. So what are you trying to say now that you're both? I'm academic and <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm not I, academic. I we were going. <laughs> I'm not academic, hence why I'm trying to channel my creative side. And then if that I'm doesn't just, work, <laughs> I'm academic and creative and perfectionist. I just I love being perfect. <laughs> that is not what I went. And you've steered it in that direction. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I'm just trying to say that I never thought I had a creative side. Like, I'm not saying I have a creative side. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Like, yeah, of course. That is, there see, only seems to be two avenues when you go through school. I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially with, like, in terms of unis, you go to either the uni or you go to like the arts uni yeah which seems like it channels two things into i think it used to be worse i think like yeah i think it used to be worse i think um like when our parents were at school um i can't remember what it's called like high school and grammar school maybe yeah um but they used to do like tests when they were like 10 or 12 years old or something Mm. and then if you were academic you'd go to one type of school oh like 11 plus is that what it was? Mm. And then, yeah, if, you, if you're not academic, you go to another school and focus on, like, creative stuff mm. or, like, mechanics and engineering yeah. and stuff like that. Like, that's just nuts. Yeah. That's why like, I did went to the 11 plus. Did you? Yeah. How old are you? How old am I? Well, I thought that was, like, something that was, like, like back in the day. Really? No, oh. I'm just really smart, so I did the 11 plus. When? When you were seven? <laughs> yeah. When I was, oh, no, 11. <laughs> I'm very <What>? smart. <laughs> <laughs> I was like bang on time. <laughs> I was like um, yeah, so it is it's about that, isn't it? When you grow up, like you you'll get funneled into what you well, I don't know, you try and fit yourself in somewhere and actually you don't need to fit yourself in anywhere. No. You can be wherever you want to be. Oh, inspirational. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take that with you. <clears throat> Bit of a tangent on that one. Um uh um, number five on the list was make money slash financial freedom which i feel like i talked about last week a bit was it even last week or the week before and i did listen to it back and it didn't really make any sense so i, I want to address that i think nice no, chance um actually i mean i did talk about it I don't really want to talk about it too much, but as in, I think financial freedom is really important to me because I've always struggled with my financials and I'm really, really bad with money, like really bad. And I think, I don't, I don't know. I struggle being limited to one income stream. <laughs> I struggle with the fact that you can't really control how much money you earn if you're in a job. You're limited to how much they think you're worth in salary. And you can do the same hours. Well, you can do different hours every month or like try harder, blah, blah, blah. And it's still the same money, essentially, unless you get bonuses and stuff. But I want a bit more freedom in the finances. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, you can can romanticise it, can't you? And you say like, oh, I've created this business because I've just got this huge passion for whatever it is. Um, and I'm like, I'm sure that's the case for loads of different businesses. But I reckon just as many have started because somebody just needs the money mm. and it's a, it's a way to, to earn more money. Yeah. Um, and also, if you are in a job where you're 
trying hard and just doing as much as you can do. But like you say, they tell you what you're worth. Mm. If you think you're worth more than that, you're stuck. Mm. Like there's not really a huge amount you can do. But if you have your own business, it's all on your terms and you can try like if you try harder, the likelihood is you will do better. And that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I had to talk about it last time as well, but like obviously I understand that a business doesn't always make money and it is all down to you and things can go wrong that are out of your control. Yeah, 100%. But if you don't start the business, there's a 100% chance that it won't yeah. work. Yeah. Whereas if you do start the business, even if there's only a 10% chance you succeed, whatever it may be, yeah. whatever, that's a lot more than nothing. Yeah. yeah. So you've got to go for it. 100%. Um, yeah, and obviously this at the moment is like a, a side hustle or like a small, hopefully a small business. Um, hopefully to be a big business one day. But at the moment, it would be nice just to be able to have some extra money minute. What? What did I say? Have, a, <laughs> have, have extra be, money minute. <laughs> <laughs> have some extra money coming in on the side that I feel a bit more like if I do this, this and this and work hard and put put it into the business and I can get things out of it and that gives me a bit more control. So that's that. Um, next up, in contrast to that, I want to have fun by starting my own business because I feel like it sounds fun even though at the moment I'm not really feeling that fun. I'm just feeling a bit like... <laughs> <laughs> it's my brain every day. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's always going to be challenges and stuff, isn't there? But like, you've got the freedom to express yourself, be creative... And then one day, if it's successful or larger or whatever, you've got that freedom to take time off when you want to mm. or take the business in the direction that you want to. And like having that freedom, I, th- I think that if you've got the freedom to take the business in whatever direction you think you want to, yeah, that's fun. Because you yeah. can just, it, it's all on you and you, you can do what, what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. And that ties into the next one, which is have something of my own, which is like, again, having that control over something and like seeing where it can go and seeing what I can do, like how far I can push it, what my own, like my own skills are and my own, like, what's the word? Like push your limits and yeah, see what you're capable limits. of. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Which is cool. And like, yeah, to have something that is like, yeah, in my control and I'd be like, I want to do this, I want to do this and I can. That's cool. And that also ties into building confidence. So, so it was like build confidence, learn, learn, make money and have financial freedom, develop business thinking, <laughs> develop business thinking, explore my creative side, have something of my own. So I think all of those things probably tie into like to your confidence. Mm. So obviously the build confidence one <laughs> is is to do How confidence. That, <laughs> that one's a bit of a stretch, but. <laughs> like having something of your own being able to and, and like finding out your limits and your capabilities I think it's all about like self-learning isn't it um so kind of whatever comes of it every single step that you're going through and like obviously it's a learning curve but you're learning about yourself not just yeah. learning about business and yeah. business thinking <laughs> um yeah I think I just think it's yeah. really good oh thanks <laughs> yeah no it definitely ties into a confidence thing and just I think well I think you know that I've had a bit of an unconfident year or so maybe two years who knows um 
So I think just having like in my head, that looks like a good way for me to build confidence and like push myself and become the person I want to eventually be is like a strong, confident person who knows lots about business and can do lots of things and like, I don't know, is really happy doing work and feels excited by it. That's what I have in my head when I see myself owning a business. Boom. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're having a couple of years where you felt less confident and I, I know when I finished uni and started work, there was a good couple of years where I was like, where am I going? What am I doing? Like, come out of, like, the first 20 odd years of your life of, right, you finish year eight, you go into year nine, you finish school, you go to uni, like your world is mapped out for you on a year by year basis. And then you come out of uni and like, on the one hand, it's really exciting because the world's your oyster. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's like, what do I do? How do I know if this is the right decision and everything? So like, I fully get that. If you feel like you're not in a place that you're a hundred percent happy in, where you want to be in the future. Mm. I think it's a really brave, confident move to put yourself outside your comfort, your comfort zone and push your boundaries and try and do something new and and obviously i expect this to be a success because you're doing like all the right things and it's 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 going really well but even if it wasn't then you say right maybe that didn't work i want to try something else i think as long as you're always trying something new yeah and you're never never staying still and just becoming stagnated then you're always going to learn something new and slowly that confidence and like happiness in yeah. like life will probably like, yeah, we'll get better. Yeah. A hundred percent. This is, this is the most like serious conversation I think we've ever had. <laughs> like, I think if, if anyone listens to this, who doesn't really know us. They're going to think, Jesus Christ, that couple is so deep. <laughs> Normally we, we just talk giggle yeah. constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're normally we're normally idiots, but right now we sound like super super intelligent. Yeah, business thinking. Yeah, business thinking. Um, I just like to copy you say on here. Um, oh, you had a good point in there that I was going to reply to, and just got lost in the wise words. I you think know? all of it was pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah, there was a couple of bits that I thought were okay. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say about them. Oh well. Um, <laughs> that bruise is coming out of my knee. Look at oh, that. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I never bruised that. I must be really sore. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough about you. <laughs> <laughs> Back to me. Um, yeah, I think going from what you've said as well, I think I've probably well, I've talked about it before, but I feel like it's such a major thing that's coming up at the moment, especially sort of between me and my friends as well that this age is weird. Like you said, you come out of uni or come out of wherever, school when you go into a job or uni go into a job and you are suddenly thrown out into the world and nothing is set out for you anymore. It's just like, do what you want to do. But that is such a scary thought in itself because like, how do you know what you want to do? And I think some things coming out when you're in uni, you look at the world and getting a job and things like that that you think that you want and then doesn't until you actually go through it that you 
have different thoughts and you're like, okay, this isn't what I expected or like, I don't know, just sort of thrown out there. It's like, you know, when you're on a water slide and you go down the tube and then you go out the end and it's only thrown into the pool and you're like, because <laughs> that you just sit on it and you just go down the track, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> there was, there's a water slide when we went to Sicily when I was a kid and um, I really, really wanted to go on it, but I wasn't quite tall enough. Um, and so I like went on my tiptoes and the guy like measured me and he was like, yeah, that's fine. I didn't notice. I was like, yes, this is amazing. Um, and it was like, it was like straight down. And then at the end, it goes like flat for ages, which yeah. I, I guess is to slow you down. And then you end up in the pool once yeah. you're going like a decent speed. But um, because I was so little, I went down the water slide and then got to the flat bit and I just had like no speed. So I literally just like stopped and then had to like just walk like 20 metres down the end and then just jump in. I was getting um, thought you were going to say you like flew off the end of the pool. I was too, I was too small. You got no speed at all. Um, so I guess that's the opposite. <laughs> well, I told you about that one as well when I was in Magaluf. And it was like one of those, it was like a, well, I think, oh, we then looked at it. <laughs> we look at, I told you a story. What, the one with the jump? With the loop round. Oh. <laughs> and you go down on the top and it's one of those like drop slides. And me, Emma and Maddie went on it, I think. And we were looking around, we were like, there's no girls in this queue. We were like, this is sick. Like, we're the only girls here. <laughs> we're so brave. <laughs> all these guys, and we were like, oh my God, look at us. And then it's one of the ones where the floor drops from underneath yeah. you uh, which is terrifying it's apparently had no fear back then because now no way um obviously drops you down you go down and then round the loop so upside down but obviously you need a bit of speed and i didn't get enough speed so i started approaching the top of the loop slowing down thinking like oh <laughs> and then stopped right at the top <laughs> like just stopped up there in this dark tube and was freaking out and then managed to get like my fingers into the cracks in the top and like pull myself round <laughs> and then come down the other end and the lifeguard at the end was like what the hell what's <laughs> that was so yeah what's going on <laughs> and Maddie said she just saw my little fingers through the top <laughs> that was really scary that yeah so not like that either actually not no. like uni either but yeah I, I guess life's like a water slide never heard that one before yeah but um yeah I mean I guess the thing is, like, every stage has its pros and cons. Mm. Like, when you're at school and you just want everyone to treat you seriously like an adult and you want to be able to do what you want when you want, and you're like, I want to grow up, I want to be an adult, and then yeah. you get older and you're like, actually, school is pretty sick. And then at uni, you're like, I want a job, I want to have some money, whatever. Mm. And then you get a job and you're like, what? Uni was unreal. Why, <laughs> yeah. why did I ever want uni to finish? Yeah. And then like every step, you're always thinking like the one before is probably better. But if you can just appreciate what this step is and the benefits yeah. to it, because before you know it, this will be the good step that you're looking back on. Yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. How good I had it. So true. It's all part and parcel of it, isn't it? And like, the grass is always greener, which we've discovered a bit recently. Yeah. Um, Wait, for what? <laughs> just in life. <laughs> okay, yeah. We've talked about it so much recently. I feel like we did, but what was that about? About the flat. I was even going to move to our new flat and think, oh, I wish we were back at the old one. Yeah, <laughs> like, when I get to the new flat, I'll be 
we got dishwasher, so we won't have to wash up everything, and it'll be amazing. And a tumble dryer, we've got a garden tumble dryer, garden. I'll be, I'll be doing my workouts because we're not on a third floor flat, so I can do my workouts, jumping squats, and all that, and not disturb the neighbours. <laughs> and then we get there, just the same slobs from a different place. <laughs> and we were like, because our kitchen, it's obviously open plan, whereas this one, we're in a little kitchen on the side with no windows so we'd never want to cook in there and this one we're now like oh my god we can chat and there's a window and it's gonna be lovely michelin star chefs yeah it's just not gonna change is it but we can dream yeah it's good to have a goal we make it happen yeah exactly um at least you won't have to um pause your podcast recording every 20 seconds for the trains to go past i know i'm actually quite looking forward to that okay so going back to my list i've got yeah, three sorry. more points on my list okay these ones are quite funny as well. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know. Have they, you know those are those deep moments where you're by yourself and you just write these things down? Well, like business thinking. Yeah, business thinking, that's one of them. So, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. So, one of them is B. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no, I don't want to read No, that. what is it? Come on. <laughs> this has nothing to do with... <laughs> Any bosses I've had. <laughs> but I want to be a good, fair boss. <laughs> just like, like, a, like a manager or like a, just like a boss bitch. Yeah. <laughs> good, fair boss. Yeah, boss bitch. No, a boss. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it must be to do with... It's a control thing again, I think. I think I'm a control freak. I think it's just the fact that you can't control who you work with. <laughs> and suddenly in a workplace, this has probably been like a theme in workplaces growing up, worked in a lot of different places. And just, I don't like being told what to do. So I think... Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you literally cannot tell me what to do. Um, I think it's just, yeah, it comes down to a control thing. And like, but clearly I want to control other people. <laughs> but I think in my head, when I look at being a business owner, at some point in the future, if I ever employ anyone, you can be my first employee. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Want to earn some extra buck? <laughs> as long as you're a good, fair boss, I'll <laughs> I think it's just like, I have a dream of creating a workplace where it's just like, I don't know. I feel like how people want to be treated i can treat them rather than treating people how i think they i want to treat them it's more like going to their needs but i don't think that makes a good boss to be honest because then people just walk all over you so yeah but you've probably there's a halfway house isn't there like everyone responds differently to different type of management mm. some people like need to be spoon-fed and like to be spoon-fed mm. because Otherwise, they get overwhelmed with how do I do this task or whatever. Sounds like me. And <laughs> some people like need you to be like, that's the line. Like yeah. you crossed it. You don't do that. Like, yeah, that is wrong. yeah. Um, because otherwise, they start taking the, the piss. <laughs> mm. And then other people, you need like praise, build up the confidence, whatever. You're hard to manage. You're every single type of employee. Be tough with me, but don't be tough with me because I get sad. You need yeah. to be encouraging. That's like a scene in the office with Brian. What does he say? Lead me, but don't 
lead me how I don't want to be led. No, lead me in a way that I want to be led. That's <laughs> a misquote. Lead me, but lead me in the way that I want to be led. That is exactly me. Yeah. Don't like, don't manage me, but manage me, you know? Yeah. Tell me what to do, but only if it's what I wanted to do anyway. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if your mum tells you to clean your room, suddenly I don't want to do that. <laughs> but if, if you just left me alone, I would have cleaned it on my own. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on from that one. obviously i do want to do this and it isn't silly but um it makes me sound like <laughs> such like oh look at me look at me <laughs> oh god what is it and i'm not like that <laughs> what is it i've said do something good slash work with charities slash help people no i think that one's good i think that was good i think both both of them really are like <laughs> Um, like stick to your mor- stick to your morals. Like you're, I reckon that's you thinking of like when I'm super successful and minted. Like, who am I gonna be? Yeah. Like, but you still want to be like <laughs> you, and that's that's like that's what it is, isn't it? Be kind. Be like a a good person. Don't just be chasing money all the time and success. I yeah. think that's sweet. I think that's good. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> never forget where you came from kind of vibes yeah exactly um, I mean I could do, do that now to be fair I don't need to have a business I could do that now yeah, you're I? kind you are... oh yeah well yeah. I could work with some charities as well yeah yeah right anyway <laughs> it's obviously something yeah these are all down the line the last one is work for myself which I think was um, basically all of those and probably could have said that at the beginning but um, working for myself be my own boss but it, I don't think being my own boss has worked for me so far in life because in terms of like uni and school and stuff I'm not very good at motivating myself um, even though I suppose I have done it but I think well most of my friend, uni, uni friends will tell you <laughs> not you but that um, I'm not very good at motivating myself but um, I find the best because I'm, I'm similar but the best way to actually do it is if you imagine like like you said school and uni is two examples where you had to persuade you like motivate yourself to work Mm. but you would have done it eventually the reason you did it eventually is because there is an actual deadline yeah so you can mess about you can like procrastinate Mm. but actually when it gets to two weeks before your exam yeah you think right actually need to knuckle knuckle down now because you need to do it so if you set yourself actual deadlines um then hopefully that'll help you stick to your goals uh and if that doesn't work you can publicly (laughs) put out the deadlines yeah so you you put on your instagram um a big advert this is the release date countdown is on and you have publicized it so you haven't got a choice by that yeah but like you have to get it out by that point yeah so true well that's what i'm half doing with the podcast obviously taking myself weekly goals putting it out there publicly whether anyone's listening or not but um it means i feel like i feel accountable to myself although so tomorrow you need to do a um a post that says 
what your goal is for next week, yeah. which is I'm going to release my first party patches yeah. on whatever date it is. Big advert, big banner, and then put, start the countdown, start the hype. Yeah. that's And that's going to That would definitely make me do it. Because my main thing is like... <laughs> The judgment from other people so yeah once i make it public i then feel chained to like follow through with it um but that's obviously the scary bit um but yeah maybe i should do that maybe that's my goal yeah good plan shame ward shame ward that's my goal oh god i'm so bad at singing. do you know what song i mean i haven't, <laughs> no. I haven't got any tune from x factor yeah no i know who he is but i haven't heard that song if yeah, that's the one you won with that's my goal yeah no that's my goal. That is not going out on the podcast. All right, let's, let me find let's it. Let's fact check it quick. You fact check. Right, I reckon you can close the podcast with this song. Okay. Um. Actually, actually a banger. Is it? Okay, yeah. you fact check that in silence. Oh. I'm so good. Actually, forgot how good this was. Enter this week's competition for a signed copy of That's My Goal by Shane Ward. <laughs> you don't remember this? I think I'm too young. <laughs> but you remember Shane Ward? Yeah. This is the song he won X Factor with. He beat Andy, the dustbin man. Andy the dustbin man? Who's that? He was the other finalist. Yeah. I wanted him to win. I think Shane was better, but then we all agreed in my family that he was like young and good looking and he was probably going to be a pop star anyway. And so Andy's good looking? He was like 50 and like, uh, he, he wasn't a bad looking chap, but he was less likely to then become a pop yeah, star. Yeah, the underdog. Yeah. We love an underdog. Yeah. I'm not here to say I'm sorry. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm here to get ready. I'm finally, finally through. Oh, this is a banger. I'm here to say love. God, they got lyrics. I'm not giving up. Oh no. I'm here to win your heart and soul. That's my goal. Um, okay. <laughs> well, that was a little tangent there, but a really good one, actually. Discovered an absolute banger. Yeah, they gonna... rediscovered an absolute banger. I'm going to add that to my playlist. Nice. Um, okay. What was I going to say? Really throwing me off track there. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, so that's my goal, basically. Um, what I also wanted to talk about, because <laughs> we're just going to... I don't know how to I don't know how to segue from um Shane Ward to, to this, so we're just gonna go straight in. Maybe we can loop back round. So what what are you <laughs> what are you trying to segue to and we'll see if we can. See segue. if there's any lyrics that match up. Yeah. Um I'm gonna talk about consistency. No, you're right, yeah, there's no segue. <laughs> okay. So this week I want to talk about consistency. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> now I know why this takes you so long to do and then edit. Because I'm gonna do it on my own, just so embarrassing. Right. Whew. Yeah, consistency. Because consistency is key. And I think that's just been a running theme that I've started to discover in the last couple of years. Actually since lockdown. Um 
because which lockdown was ages ago now which is crazy um but in lockdown um i felt like i learned this this thing and now it's carried on um which is cool you know life lesson there boom um that when what am i trying to say in lockdown <laughs> how many times are you say lockdown? in lockdown um i was working at morrison's doing my early shifts which was horrific and then i was doing my masters on the side on the side no so morrison's on the side of my masters that's the wrong way around um so i do my early shifts get back about 9 a.m and then would have the day so i did the early shift so that i then would have the day to study which didn't happen that often because i did the early shift so i was so tired by the time we got to you study. were like you were up at three right yeah i was up at um yeah so i did five till nine for most of it and then they decided to change it to four till nine so yeah it meant basically getting up in the middle of the night um which was not fun i did that for a year um and that was also with chloe so it made it a bit more bearable because we did it together um but we also obviously really struggled because it was crazy hours and we'd be so tired um but yeah anyway got it brought in the dollar but anyway (laughs) back to the main point as I was doing this, I used to get back every day from Morrison's at 9am and do a workout in the sitting room, which was normally like a hit workout. Or I also took up skipping during lockdown. So I'd go outside and do some skipping, not like skipping with my arms and legs, like skipping with a skipping rope. You know, not like... <laughs> How do you skip with your arms and legs? <laughs> what? Skipping with a rope. <laughs> Use his arms and legs too. How do you... What, like... Put your fingers into each other and make like a rope with your join your hands together. No, like arms and legs. You know when you skip. La la la. Um, yeah, like skipping. You know when you swing your arms. That sort of skipping. Not that. I didn't get inside the <laughs> I reckon maybe just try again. <laughs> okay, so I got into skipping with a rope in lockdown, and I also got into handstands. <laughs> oh, I don't know where this bit's going. I just feel like I sound insane when I talk about it Um, because I think I don't know what happens I was in like survival mode and clearly was just I don't know I go a bit crazy I think in lockdown everyone did that and everyone got addicted to something some form or another and over lockdown I was obviously doing my workout skipping doing the handstands by the end of lockdown I could hold a handstand for 40 seconds which was felt really good and I could do like sort of some leg movements in the air so basically I learned that just a little bit every day meant that I could then get good at a skill um and that was the same with skipping I got okay at it because I did it quite a bit because I got into it you were well good you could do tricks and stuff couldn't you I could do tricks not not great not amazing but um yeah I could do tricks and then with the workouts I felt like by the end, by the time we got to the summer and everything had opened up again, I felt like that was probably the fittest that I'd felt in years, just because every day would just move my body, you know? Um, so basically I learned that in lockdown, I think it really stuck with me that consistency is key. And like, if you want to achieve anything, it's just little, little steps every day, keep it going. Um, and don't quit when you don't feel like anything is happening. Um, so they say that don't they so like if you try and make a massive change 
then that that's really hard to mm. actually turn into a reality. Yeah. And every day you can't get up and try and be twice as good at something as you were the day before because it's just you just you just can't do that. But if every day you try and be one percent better than you were the day before, yeah. Then actually after a hundred days you are twice as good as you were at the start. Yeah. And you haven't had to do anything drastic. But yeah, incremental changes. Yeah, exactly. Um so I think that's just something that I'm trying to apply to the business, um, which helps with the podcast because it forces me to talk about it every week, which I think is quite consistent. Um, and with the business, just making little steps consistently, basically. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. But I just wanted to talk about the <laughs> lesson that I'm trying to apply to the business. Um, and There's one thing you said to me as well recently. Um, which I've told a couple of my mates about because it's like you hear loads of motivational quotes and stuff like that and like some of them sound quite good and some of them just sound like rubbish but it's rare that any actually make a difference Um, but you said to me be dedicated not motivated which I obviously got from Instagram or something (laughs) yeah yeah no doubt you you don't make it up yourself but but it does um, yeah but yeah you told me that and actually um i've i've always liked sport and healthy living and stuff but i've never been able to consistently go to the gym yeah for long periods of time and i go for like a month maybe two months and then get a bit bored and like snap of the fingers and two months has passed where i haven't done it at all and then i try and get back into it again but that dedicated not motivated recently has really helped me because if you go and you do a half-hearted gym session, that's so much better than doing nothing at all. Yeah. And you just, it keeps you ticking along. And I reckon the same, like, it's just that consistency, isn't it? Like staying in the game and yeah. just keep doing something. Yeah, I think we were talking about the other day as well, and it's basically helps you to not rely on your feelings because you're not going to be motivated all the time. Um, I'm pretty sure I've, I've talked about Steph on the podcast before, but I'm pretty sure this is probably from her Instagram. Um but yeah, basically just not relying on those feelings and not, because you're never going to want to get up early. You're never going to want to do things that scare you most, but you just have to ignore those feelings and do it anyway, which, yeah, but I think the most dedicated, not motivated does definitely help with loads of things. But gymming in particular, I think is, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. But like also with, with this, if you've got whatever your goal is for that week, if it's doing um, some research or, I want to reach out to however many people get this many followers, whatever. You might be like, oh, I can't be bothered tonight. This isn't it. And you mm. think, right, actually, I'm going to spend just 15 minutes. I'm going to do it. Mm. It's dedicated, not motivated. And those little changes yeah. actually end up to, at the end of the week, you've achieved your goal rather than, oh, I haven't done anything this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might not be as far as you wanted to be but you're one step closer anyway yeah and like normally once you start doing something it's not as bad as you think it's going to be no and it's you probably not. quite enjoy it and then you probably end up doing it as well as if you were motivated from the beginning again like going back to the gym you're on the sofa and you think oh i really can't bother today but then by the time you actually drag yourself to the gym once you're there you think well i might as well do it properly yeah and so yeah so true actually 
yeah there's so many things i think it ties back into the procrastination thing which i feel like i mention obviously on every episode but it is in so many parts of my life at the moment where the thought of doing something is always so much worse and like yeah so with putting my party pouch out there the thought of it is worse for some reason like what is the worst that's gonna happen but it is and i think a lot about what people are going to be thinking and like anticipating what they're going to be thinking which actually a lot of the time it's not true like it's just my own thoughts and feelings that like create that so yeah you put your own insecurities out mm. imagine something way worse but i think if you if you break something down and then instead of being like i put it out there and then it's like this massive thing if you think all i've got to do today is an instagram post yeah and then all i've got to do today is this today this actually breaks it down into way more manageable like bite-sized pieces yeah definitely little and often little and often um yeah well i feel like we've covered loads of topics actually in that chat um we talked about my goal for next week which seems like it's the same as my goal for the last three weeks but it's slightly different because I like the idea of you saying I should hold myself accountable by putting a deadline out there for myself on my Instagram page because that's where I'm going to be selling it from and I should say that it's coming on whatever day I think I'm going to put it out there basically which I really like so I think that's going to help me achieve my goal and it seems like a little goal in itself to actually do that and work out when I can put it out there it's making those little next steps into achieving my goal and then we talked about why I want to own a business, um, mainly to develop business thinking. <laughs> yeah, I think I think every every business owner should do this at some point. Kind of look back at why they wanted to do it in the first place. If you always make sure that you remember why you were in that position, then it probably makes all of the daily stresses and stuff way more manageable. I think it's really good. Yeah, it's like a mission statement. Yeah. yeah. If you can look back all, every time that you're finding something scary and you're like, I did this to build my confidence, then that's like that extra drive to yeah to try and do that's the true. next thing. Keep it in the back of my head. Um, And then we briefly talked about consistency and how I'm trying to apply that to the business because I do think that it is actually so important. Um. And I've just recently learnt it in my life <laughs> at the ripe old age of 26. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you so much for co-hosting with me today. You've been a wonderful co-host. wouldn't expect anything less. Oh, thank you. Placid. <laughs> yeah, now we get to go and spend the rest of the evening talking together <laughs> <laughs> about random stuff. <laughs> be lovely. Any parting words? No, I've loved it. If you'd, um, if you'd like to have me back, um, no, I'm right. speak to my agent. I'm sure we can sort something out. Okay, thanks so much. Okay. Um, thank you so much for whoever is listening. Um, if you liked any of the topics we were talking about today, do send me a little message or leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. And I'll be back same time next week. That's my goal. Bye.
I'm not here, let your love go. I'm not giving up, oh no. I'm here to win your heart and soul. That's my goal. I'm here to pop my party pouches on sale. That's my goal. <laughs> it's a wrap. Oh my god. That's the song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You can't into the podcast. What do you mean if? You're the one editing it. I I cannot control the editing. <laughs> you don't have editorial rights. No. no. I don't know what goes you out. send it off to the editor. I've never been able to plan. They publish whatever they want. Yeah. I literally do. I Then I listen to it on the Tuesday and I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Who did this? Right, you can do that to yourself. <laughs> You're not doing it to me. Ollie, honestly, I have no control.